Credit card debt can be a never-ending game where balances move from card to card while you chase teaser intro rates only to pay balance transfer fees. Put an end to the games. Whitefish Credit Union's credit card has no balance transfer fees and we offer a fixed interest rate starting at just 7.9% annual percentage rate. Even if you have less than perfect credit, Whitefish Credit Union may be able to help. Visit whitefishcu.com or call us at 862-3525 to apply. Whitefish Credit Union, we belong to you. Some restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Knock On Sports, and joining me right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline, it is the head coach of the defending state champion Boozman Hawks. It is Levi Weshi as they continue uh, their role to try to become back-to-back champions. Coach, great to chat with you once again. Hope you're doing well. I am. Thanks for having me on. Coach, always a pleasure to have you on the show and chat, and uh, your team once again in the state semifinals. Before we dive into that matchup, uh, just going back to last week in the quarters, a very tough game. Bozeman and Helen, everybody kind of thought that was going to be the game of the week. It definitely lived up to that. Uh, you guys get the win. So what did you take away from that game after watching the film? Uh, you know, I think we were able to create some explosive plays on offense. Um, we had kind of a game-changing play on a kick return by Logan Palethorpe. Uh, to score, you know, and really, I felt like Helena kind of controlled the first, you know, quarter and a half, maybe maybe the first three quarters, even of the second quarter. Um, you know, they 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 were in control, and I felt like we were fighting hard. We just weren't executing very well, and then we ran a really great two minute drill there at the end of the first half, and I felt like uh, really gained us some momentum going into the second half, and then um, we were able to execute, like I said, and create some explosive plays and 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 get in the end zone. And, you know, our defense did a great job all game and, you know, held who I think is one of the best quarterbacks we've seen all year long to a, you know, a completion percentage under 50%, which doesn't happen very often for that kid because he's pretty unbelievable that he would get in. So, um, you know, I'm very happy with our defense. They kept us in it early on, and then our offense, like I said, was able to find the end zone uh, later on. Coach, how how big is those those drives right there? You're talking about the two minutes before half, and even the two minutes after half. How big are those in a in a given football game? Well, it just gives you confidence. I think you know, for our kids, I think it was a, a big sign that we could go down and score in a very short amount of time. Um, you know, we had a couple big pass plays, and then and then a great twenty yard touchdown run from uh, Jess Wattenbarger. So, I mean, you know, it's just all about confidence. And if you can start off off a half hot. I think it just feeds into it the rest of the time, and you can put a lot of pressure on the other team. Then, Coach, uh, let's talk about your quarterback, Jordan Jones. 19 touchdowns, four picks, uh, really good season for him. What have you seen or what have you been most impressed with uh, his quarterback play this season? I think the biggest thing for him as he's gone on is, is the game has slowed down a little bit for him. Mm. I mean, he's doing a better job of recognizing coverages pre-snap um, and then post-snap rolling with whatever they give us. Um, you know. His preparation has gotten better every week. Um, his understanding of our offense has improved every week, and I think he's playing at a point right now where he's extremely confident. And I think in the end with Jordan, that's always going to be the most important thing is just having confidence. And it's probably not just Jordan, it's every player. But I think Jordan's extremely talented. He has a lot of great physical tools. But when he feels confident in himself and he's feeling good, you know, he, he plays a really great game. Looking at another guy, Tucker McBeth, for you guys this season, both offensively and defensively. What's this kid been like for you guys? Uh, you know, he's kind of been our this year's Carter Ash. You know, Carter did a great job for us last year playing both ways, creating big plays, being a shutdown corner, and Tucker's done those exact same things. You know, he brings a lot of energy, brings big play capability on the outside, 
And, you know, he is a lockdown corner. You know, he's six six two six three, uh, runs really well. Um, and, and in our scheme, with what we do on the outside, he kind of just fits that mold pretty well. So, you know, we're, we've been very lucky with him as well. You know, he's been a great run after catch. We're throwing him a lot of quick screens. Um, but like last game, you know, he's stretching the defense over the top too. So a lot of, a lot of great plays by him this year. And I think, you know, if we had a full season, I think we'd even seen better things from him right now. Another guy that's been really good for you guys this season, and you guys have a back here in Jess Wattenbarger, who not only can run the football very well, over 650 yards so far this season, but does a great job catching the football, over 200 yards receiving as well this season. What has he meant to have a, a running back like him both can run and catch the ball out of the backfield? Well, I think it's huge. You know, we we, we do a lot too back in our offense right now, and we use that other back as a screen option sometimes, and you know, he's caught a lot of, like, just swing screens and turned them into 15, 20-yard gains. Um, you know, he caught a seam against Gallatin for a touchdown. Um, but his speed and hands, you know, it's, it puts a lot of pressure on linebackers to be able to run with a guy like that. And most linebackers aren't great in coverage. They're really good at fitting and tackling, but they're a little, they struggle a little bit more in the pass drop. And uh, if you can get that guy have to be involved, covering the back out in the field that can catch the ball like him, you can create some advantageous matchups for yourself. So Jess has been really huge with that. But, you know, we've had kind of backfield by committee all year long. It's been Jess. It's been uh, Grayson Satraro. It's been uh, Kenny Iden and, and uh, Brooks Talbot. So those four guys have all seen carries this year, significant snaps, and they've been pretty awesome for us. And talking about Brooks Talbot as well, I mean, just what he's been able to do for you guys defensively, lead your team in tackles so far this season. How instrumental has he been for your defense? Well, I mean, he's our cleanup guy. You know, I always say he's a guided missile. That guy, uh, I don't know, you, you can't shake him. He does a great job tempoing the ball. He does. He gets off blocks extremely well. Um, you know, when playing behind a great defensive line, a lot of times he gets a free run of the ball. And I tell you what, he's fast. Might be the fastest middle linebacker in the AA, and he can flat run. So, um, you know, he, he does a great job for us. Uh, you know, he's a returning first-team All-State kid. We expected big things from him. And, you know, he's really grown into the leadership role on the defense as far as a vocal leader. Um, and I think that's even been bigger maybe than his play. Looking at your defensive line, obviously you got some big boys up front. Uh, but I kind of imagine I wouldn't want to be a quarterback and I wouldn't want to play the quarterback position knowing i got Aiden on one side and Fennec on the other here. Uh, what's it been like to have those two guys and just have two great defensive ends that can really get after a quarterback? Well, like you said, it makes a quarterback's life pretty miserable at times, you know, and and even beyond that, you know, outside run is pretty difficult as well. So you're kind of trying to find different ways where you can get the ball outside and um, maybe forces teams out of their comfort zone, you know. But it's not like the middle of our defensive line is a bunch of, um, you know, uh, cake eaters either. we got a bunch of dudes that can play down in there, you know. And um, we got Cam Spencer, Carson Bain, John Brown. They're all really good football players. So it's not like – if you try and punch it right up the middle, you're going to have easy sledding either. I mean, we got another first ball state kid sitting there at the three technique waiting for you to have to funnel everything back in. So, you know, one thing about a pass rush from the edge is you try and tell your quarterback to climb the pocket. But if you can't climb the pocket, I mean, it's going to be a long day. I was about to say, and with big man Cam Spencer in the middle there as well, you're not going to be able to step up either because he pushes that pocket back right into the quarterback's lap. So, yeah, no, you guys, the defensive line, all those guys are, are just so fun to watch. I love, I love giving uh, some love to Cam Spencer. He does a great job for you guys, both offensive line and defensive line-wise as well. And with that being said, Coach, right now I feel like you guys are a hot team. You guys have been hot. You've gotten on a roll very similar to the way 
uh, things kind of rolled out for you guys last year on a, on a way to a state championship. Do you guys really feel that momentum? Do you see that momentum with the kids right now? Um, you know, I think all year long we felt like we could compete. It's been trying to get the pieces back in place. You know, we've, I think along with everybody else in the state at times don't have everybody there. Or, you know, we fought off injuries with Kenny early first half of the season. So, you know, I think we've, we've felt pretty good ever since everybody kind of returned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't feel like we played very well against Billings West the last time we played them, at least not well enough to win. And I think that was a good wake up call for us because we've kind of been rolling since Kenny came back. So, um, you know, that loss to West really refocused us. Um, on, you know, hey, you know, if we don't do these little things correctly, uh, then it's really difficult to win. Um, so, you know, it, it was different for our kids because we we're a lower seed coming out of our division. And a lot of that was because of losing a Belgrade game where even if we had beat West, you know, we're still a three seed coming out of our division. And that was, you know, I think the West game just proved that we can compete at a high level still. And that was huge for our kids. The Class AA semifinals get underway this Friday. The Bozeman Hawks take on the Billings West Golden Bears for the second time this season. Right now, we are joined with the head coach of the Bozeman Hawks, Levi Weshi, on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Uh, coach, you kind of talked about some of the things from that first matchup here. What do you think about seeing them a second time as you get ready for them Friday night? You know, I think it's going to be an enormous challenge. They're a really good football team, obviously the best football team we've seen this year, and and they beat us the first time, so... Um, you know, that's always sitting right there in the back of your head, too. You know, you got some things you have to change. You know, you have to do a few things better. And, um, you know, they got speed and size everywhere. So um, they're a scary team. And we got gotta, we understand that we are going to have to play pretty close to a perfect game to have a chance to win. But um, we do appreciate being at this time of the year and having a chance to compete. You know, you're going to only play great teams. So it's really not that big of a surprise, I guess. How important is it when you see a team for the second time? Is the adjustments from the first game, or is there something else in terms of the preparation? Well, I think you got to find exactly what hurts you the first time, and you got to make sure you fix that. The glaring, you know, the glaring weaknesses maybe they exposed on you, or maybe even for us, maybe penalties wise exposed on ourselves. So you know, you got to fix those things first, and then you got to try and I think find maybe to add a couple wrinkles off your base plays, but. You know, by the time you get to this far in the season, you pretty much are who you are. And if you add too much, you're not going to execute it very well anything. And I think, if anything, the first few weeks of the playoffs have shown, you know, you got to execute well. It doesn't matter really what you have, but you got to execute better than the other team. And if you're able to do that, then you're going to be successful. So I think you got to make sure you're ironing all the wrinkles with the stuff that you have and then move on from there. But, you know, it's not going to be like we each throw each other a bunch of stuff we haven't seen. I mean, we've got eight films, eight game films and whatever else to learn from in a game against each other. So, you know, you're not going to surprise each other. It's just who's going to come out and, and execute the best. What are you expecting offensively from Billings West? Well, they're extremely explosive, but I think everybody really um, underplays how good of a rushing team they are. they got two backs that are outstanding. Um, you know, obviously their quarterback's great, and the thing about him is he can run too. Um, he had a rushing touchdown against us in the first game. Um, they're great with their screen game. They attack you on levels. You know, they'll push the ball down the field. They'll throw quick screens out and beat you with their legs. You know, <laughs> a long time ago, Jack Johnson at CMR was talking about us. This was in the mid-2000s, and he just said, you know, oh, they got a great game plan. They got all their big guys in the middle and all the fast guys on the outside. Well, that's, that's West, except everybody on their team is fast. So, <laughs> you know, um, 
So, you know, that's just a great challenge. And, you know, we're, we're looking forward to having the opportunity to compete and prove ourselves. I mean, we're glad to be back at this time of the year. Um, but, man, offensively, they're, they're a juggernaut. Uh, we're going to have our hands full all day long. What are you expecting from them defensively? Defensively, you know, they, they got a great D-line. They play a lot of coverage against us, or at least they did last time. Um, the thing is, is they're one of the few teams with a three-man rush that get pressure on a quarterback, and that makes your life tough if you can allow that. So we got to do a great job protecting Jordan when we decide to, to throw the football. And then when we run it, we got to do a good job of, of identifying their front and, 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 and basically talking through our blocking schemes at the line of scrimmage with our offensive line because they do shift fronts a little bit. Um, they're just so well coached both sides of the ball. You know they're going to have something special for you. They're going to have their kids in a position to be successful. And really it's going to come down to hopefully that we've done the same with our kids and that we're not hurting ourselves with silly penalties or mistakes or turnovers. And then, and then, like I said before, executing. And one thing we have to do better this time around is, is, score, is score touchdowns in the red zone. Because I think we were in the red zone, I think, five times and came away with four field goals, which um, is not ideal. Uh, at the same time, Coach, you guys have an experienced squad. These guys have been in a state championship game. Do you lean on that as well just because of the, uh, the enormity of this game? You know, I, I don't think so. I think, you know, I think you talk more about this year's goals and, and the legacy of these seniors and, and focusing one play at a time. You know, I I think sometimes if you think about the enormity of the moment, it can really catch you. And I thought that's one thing our crew did last year so well is it was just another football game. And we were just going to go out and play and, and compete, do the best we could every single down. And then when all those ground, downs were amassed and everything else, we were going to look at the scoreboard and see what happened. So, you know, for us, you know, while we do have some good returning stars that have been there, we also have some starters right now that are huge contributors that have never been in the spot before. So they need to they need to just kind of focus on doing their job. They can't cover up for every, anybody else. You know, there's no such thing as hero ball at this time of the year. You've got to be able to uh, count on every all 11 guys on the field to do their job to the best of their ability. Coach, my final question for you, keys to victory Friday night. I think we have to score when we're in the red zone, score touchdowns, not field goals. Um, we can't let our emotions control us. we got to control our emotions and, and play within ourselves and avoid you know silly penalties because I, I even think I heard Coach Stanton say he got chippy last time, and I agree. I think um, at times our kids were not in control of themselves when they needed to be, and it hurt us. And then uh, I think you know we got to be able to stop the run a little bit better than we did last time and tackle well in space because, man, are they fast. My featured guest, the head coach of the Bozeman Hawks, Levi Weshi. Coach, really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the insight as well. Good luck to you and your football team this Friday. Thank you. I appreciate it.